Welcome to The Messy Studio with Rebecca Kroll, the podcast at the intersection of art, travel, entrepreneurship, philosophy, and life in general. I am Ross Tickner, Rebecca's audio producer, podcast guru, and her son. On today's show, we are talking about creating under pressure, and this is going to be a two-part episode. Um, today, we're going to talk about uh, meeting deadlines and ex- other expectations and um, how they're part of an artist's career at almost any level. Um, these are important when you are acting professionally and aiming to make the most of your opportunities. Uh, working under pressure can make you feel nervous, compulsive, or perfectionistic, but on the positive side can also cause you to feel at the top of your game. Uh, in this two-part episode, we are going to examine various situations that involve creating under pressure. With me, as always, is Rebecca Kroll. Hello, everyone. Um and I think we'll start with uh, talking about deadlines. And I find even the word is so ominous. <laughs> yeah, dead what? <laughs> I mean, could it be called like, you know, the finish line or something? Well, and maybe you should think of it more as like a finish line or meeting a goal or an expectation. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, and they basically, deadlines basically are goals for yourself, your work that you you made them. You accepted uh, something. You accepted a timeline from another person, uh, like if you agree to a gallery show or a commission, or sometimes you set these for yourself. Um, like you might have a deadline that you decide you want uh, to finish a body of work or something. Um, but the ones that affect other people uh, involve, you know, commitments and responsibilities, um, even financial considerations, like. Um, you know, how are you going to work this into your overall uh, income stream or whatever? And deadlines can feel pretty much like a burden. They can feel heavy. Um, with the other type of deadline where you only have yourself to be accountable for, they can still create that feeling of pressure or anxiety in you. Yeah, some people do actually need an external deadline, though, in order to, to stay motivated. Right. Um, so they... I'm- that can be very positive. Right. A, a buddy of mine is, uh, he's working on a novel and he actually asked me at one point to set a deadline for him <laughs> and hold him accountable to it. Did you oblige? Yeah, I did. Uh, he did not meet his deadline, um, but, mm. um, you know, it, it was still something that motivated him to, yeah. to work on it on a more consistent basis. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, uh, deadlines can really help people find, you know, focus and find direction. And, and a lot of people say they work well under a deadline, um, even though there's probably always some anxiety or stress uh, in the process. But it, it kind of it's kind of an odd thing to think about being creative under a deadline because, you know, and maybe in your ideal world, you think, well, to be creative, we have to be very free and very, um, you know, out of like no pressure, like we're just letting things flow and uninhibited and doing things at our own speed. And um, I'd say, uh, yes, that's probably true uh, in an ideal world. But the reality is we're all dealing with this stuff all the time. Part of any art career that's going anywhere is you're going to have some deadlines. And so this podcast is kind of about accepting that reality and some ideas for dealing with it, the more practical things will be in in the second part of the um, of this two part podcast. But today, I thought we'd talk about just kind of some of the situations that you might find yourself in. Um, 
and one of the one of the problems, like I said, with um, deadlines or expectations that involve other people is that you know one of the things we worry about is letting people down, um, and that can that can feel pretty heavy. You you worry and you don't want to let people down. Um, but I guess the the positive spin on that is there are a lot of people who want you to succeed and they they are supporting you with their their interest and their energy and um and so you know you, if you think about the people who really do care about you and want you to do well as opposed to the the people that you may fear letting down if you don't come through you know it's a different kind of people input that that might be more helpful um, to think about yeah, there's a difference between the gallery owner who is counting on you because they have a financial investment in your work and making you you making do on those promises to have work prepared for say an opening or something and uh, and more of those kind of more emotional support type type yeah. dedications. Yeah, and and you know, if we focus too much on the ones who are we're looking at the bottom line you know it does it does create some anxiety um and i think the other thing is for all these um deadlines and things as i said you recognize that you are taking this on by choice and it may not feel like i mean you may wish you could back out when things get stressful but <laughs> you did bring it on yourself um and i think we we worry about letting ourselves down when at the same time, whether it's our own deadline that we set for ourselves or for someone else. Um, and you, you mentioned your friend and the, the book and everything. And I think it sounds like he didn't meet it, but it, you know, it was still a positive thing. Right. Right. And so I think sometimes we have to loosen up our own expectations when we're setting the deadlines and, um, well, and it, and you may not understand just how much work is involved in meeting that deadline. Um, you know, a lot of times when you're planning out a project, you do not take into account everything that is going to end up going into that. For sure. And I think if you still struggle to meet the deadline, you know, to, to step back and say, well, how realistic was that deadline in the first place? Um, what has changed in my life since I set that deadline? Um, I was recently talking to a friend who had something rather traumatic happen between setting a deadline and meeting a deadline. And, you know, letting go of that expectation was a simple act of kindness for himself because you, you know, sometimes your life takes an unexpected turn. Um, but, but, you know, the flip side of it is we do want to set that, set the bar high. So, uh, sometimes, you know, we just have to say, well, this is the deadline. We're going to take on the pressure as long as it's somewhat realistic and go for it. Um, and in all those situations, whether you're doing it for yourself or whether you're doing it to meet someone else's uh, expectation, uh, they all have this aspect of you're going to produce whether you like it or not. <laughs> you know, like there's this, this, uh, impending day when this is supposed to be done. And I think there's a lot of different situations like that that we've run into. And I think the ones that come to mind right away are things like gallery shows, 
um, commissions, those are typically stressful anyway, and then usually involve more than one deadline. Like there's a deadline when you're going to have some sort of proposal, and there's going to be a deadline when you're halfway through and you, you know, show what you've done and all that sort of thing. Um, yeah, there's a lot of other situations that may not strike you initially as involving quite the same amount of pressure, but they do. And maybe something like um, even just inviting someone over to your studio or having an open studio, um, you want to put, you know, your best work out. You want to look good and... Maybe clean up a little bit of the mess. <laughs> In the messy studio, yes. It's quite a project. <laughs> L- luckily, we've set the bar for your studio pretty low with this podcast. <laughs> People kind of know what to expect. That's true. Um, and I think, uh, there's, there's other things that can happen in your personal life. Like, let's say, you know, that, um, you're going to have to have a surgery or something. Well, that also creates, uh, deadlines and expectations for your work because you probably want to get things set up underway, um, being able to put things aside for a vacation or whatever, all those things involve some deadlines and planning. Uh, even, you know, your own financial goals. I need, I need to have this much, um, I need to have taught this many workshops by this date so that I can meet my financial goals. There's so many smaller things in life that, you know, we don't, we may not even see the pressure when we, when we set it up. Uh, but it creeps up on us. <laughs> I think we've all had that had that feeling. It just permeates so many aspects of life. And we're just talking here about your art life. I mean, we all have these other deadlines going on all the time, too, that don't stop. So, um, but in terms of your art, you know, there is there is a sense of con- you ha- can have a sense of control that these are things that are going to make your work better, that you've chosen to advance your career. And so they're basically positive things. Um, I, I kind of see they, they're all rooted in your own ambition. Right. So you have to you have to maintain that kind of sense of awareness that this is, they, they aren't things that you need to be necessarily afraid of. You don't want to view them in that negative light. Um, and that's, you know, the kind of the first thing we said is that word deadline is maybe kind of detrimental <laughs> to that. Yeah, for um, sure. And I, it was a few podcasts ago, but we mentioned using the phrase, I get to do something. Right, right. Yeah. It, it's something we've talked about in the past is, is rephrasing things in a way that puts them into a positive light rather than a negative light. Yeah. So I get to spend my time getting ready for this gallery exhibit, which needs to be done. Um I created this opportunity or I um, asked for this opportunity or I accepted it when it was offered to me. And so it's all tied up with my own ambition for my work. Right, right. And and the, meeting this goal will allow me to meet my long-term goals. Right. And I think sometimes ambition can sound like like ego or it can sound like a bad word. Right, right. Um, and I... I think it's a good idea not to confuse the two because uh, to me, if you're an ambitious artist, it means that you're, you're fully engaged, you're fully part of this whole stream of creative activity that's going on and, and it's tied up with letting others see your work and complete that kind of uh, cycle of communication. I mean, you want the work to be seen um, and you should be compensated uh, for your work, for 
financially and personally well, doing and, the work. And having a kind of a winning mindset is not something that, that means that you're putting other people down or you're no. viewing other people as losers. You know, it's it's in many ways you're in competition with your own expectations and Mm -hmm. um you know being a winner and having a winning mindset doesn't need to be uh something to do with with other people well it can it can be something to do with other people if you're looking at it like i have something to offer right right or or i mean you may be in direct competition with other artists to get into a certain show or um, display in a certain space and Mm -hmm. um, in that sense there there is competition that's happening and um, having that that mindset of of you know meeting goals and expectations and surpassing them and being a winner is going to be to your benefit yeah and and if you meet those deadlines oh yeah you're a step ahead goals we call them goals Um, so I, I was thinking about what are some of these challenges that, that play into all this, um, kind of pressure that we're, that we experience. Um, and there's, there's mental and emotional ones. They're big. Like, how do you avoid distractions and keep yourself going, keep yourself in that zone, focused, um, pointed in the right direction, not spending too much time on Facebook or whatever it is, you know, that's a that's a big challenge. I think for a lot of people, knowing the deadline is hanging there is, is highly motivating in that way. It helps you say, uh, I need this time. It helps you set boundaries with other people and say, I'm sorry, I can't do that. I'm really trying to get this, this project um, done. Uh, I find for myself another sort of pitfall is that because I have a deadline, I sort of want to hurry up and get it all done. You know, I don't like that hanging over me. And so that's not a good thing when you're when you're painting or whatever because right. creativity you, can't exactly be rushed. No, you have to let it unfold. And so I find that for myself quite challenging because I'm in the middle of a painting. I want to get it done oh, if I could just get this done, I can move on and be done with it. You know, it's not, that's not ideal. So trying to stay objective in evaluating what you're doing and saying, well, actually, is this really, it needs a lot more work, whatever. Do you, do you find that it helps to have kind of multiple paintings or multiple projects going at once um, so that you can go from one to the next? Yeah, and- if, it, if it's all tied in with the same, um, yeah, if it's for a show, have more than one painting going on. Um, I would, during that time, not spend time with other projects or other things in the studio and try to just work on the ones for the show. But I mean, a big part of this is, I mean, I, in the next episode, I'm sure we're going to get more into like kind of the nuts and bolts and stuff yeah. like that. But it seems like a big part of this is time management and just it being... It definitely is. It's, um, yeah, it's pacing yourself. I mean, it's, it's knowing, setting... <laughs> Creative work is a little different than, um, you know, a lot of, if you, if you read online, there's a lot of advice about meeting deadlines and they're in the business context. But as you said, creative work happens on its own schedule. So even the things like, oh, setting little mini goals and right, stuff, right. It's, it's kind of a different animal. You know, you, one day you may make a lot of progress and breakthroughs and really see, okay, I know where this is all going. And the next day you may go in and it's just all terrible. And you're just, you know, like 
trying to get somewhere and getting right. nowhere. Well, I do think that there's, at least particularly with creative work, um, but I think in, in work in general, there's kind of a bell curve where maybe your first 20 minutes is just you trying to get into the zone, trying to get into like that workflow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at some point within that block of time, you start becoming less productive. You're not quite feeling it as much. And, um, you know, I, I think that being able to recognize when you're not in that zone anymore, mm-hmm. you know, and it's different for everybody, but you know, maybe, maybe you can stay in that zone for about two hours, say, yeah, and then it's like, you need to take a break take or a break. you need to, um, you know, switch to a different work or something like that. Otherwise you're just going to start nitpicking, you know, <laughs> one corner of your painting or something uh, yeah, like that. Yeah, that, that's definitely a pitfall. <laughs> and I think uh, for myself, imagining, uh, thinking about the outcome is motivating for me. If I'm working on stuff for an exhibit, I often picture how it's going to look in the gallery and what painting might hang next to which one. And mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter if that's actually what happens. But there's a there's a, a goal, there's a prize kind of hanging up there ahead. And, and that's true for a lot of things that have deadlines, grant applications, gallery applications. So it's keeping keeping why you're doing this in mind and that that can be pretty uplifting so do you have some more situations i I keep on diverting you from (laughs) (laughs) um well i would say um um another challenge is kind of back to the idea of the emotional and mental challenges is is finding a focus in terms of your main idea okay so that could be you're trying to write something, you're trying to decide what body of work to present to a gallery, you're trying to create work for a show, all these things. If you can have something that brings it into focus for you, that's helpful. And a lot of times with the gallery, they'll ask you way ahead of time to pick a name for the show. Um, and even doing that can help okay, I'm on track with this right, idea. Right, a little bit of focus to what you're yeah. actually doing. Yeah, and allow yourself lots of freedom as well. But if you're just sort of floundering around and saying, I got to come up with some paintings for a show, it's it's harder, you know, to uh, to stay on track with it. And I think there are also logistical challenges for sure. We're kind of talking about the mental and emotional mindset things, the logistical challenges, um, a realistic time frame, and a lot of us tend to overpromise and say, "Oh yeah, I can have that done," and too soon, you know. <laughs> so learning and and trying to pad your time frame somewhat, and learning what it does take for you to produce work, and trying to avoid that whole thing of being super person and you know oh i can i sure i can do that you know <laughs> right well and you may have some kind of idea of like okay so if there's a a two by two panel it takes me about this many hours to complete that painting but it's not like there's this formula that just works like that <laughs> no. you know there's there's in general it takes me this long but you know this particular work may, may need a little bit more or a little bit less yeah. um and and then there's also you know, all the other things in terms of like adding hangers and packing your work. Right, and, you have to build that in. And if you're just thinking in your head in terms of like, okay, well, I need this many hours to complete the work. It's like, there's other, there's other things at play here. So there definitely are. And, you know, if you have to ship the work or decide, you know, how you're going to get it somewhere. All right. Make stuff. your travel arrangements. Maybe you're driving 10 hours to get there. And, yeah, you know, if there's, all if in. there's a couple days of travel time on either side of that, then, mm-hmm. um, you know, you have to figure all those things in. 
Yeah, and even like you were saying, with the work itself, you might really struggle with one painting, and then the next three are going to sort of pop right out because you've you've been working on some internal problem with the work, and then you've okay, you get to that next level, and the next ones may go easier. So you or you may be sailing along and thinking, oh, this is great, I'm going to be done way ahead of time, and then all of a sudden you hit that that problem painting, <laughs> the one that never gets done. Um, and I think the in terms of logistics, like planning your own time so that you have more studio time than you normally do. And all this whole topic is interesting to me because I am in this situation right now, and I'll talk about that more next time. But I have a show coming up in about five weeks. And it occurred to me the other day that I can look at this next five weeks as a sort of at-home artist residency, <laughs> where at an artist residency, I really don't have a lot of diversions, and I, I'm very focused. And so I'm trying to apply that same mindset here. And say, <laughs> I'm just not planning much. I'm If I have errands to do, I'm trying to come straight home and that sort of thing, and staying off the computer more. And the kind of things I just do normally in a, in a residency that do allow for more time. So as much as you can give yourself a few extra hours every day is, is great. Um, so, you know, those are things that can, can trip you up, you know, if you don't do those things. Uh, but I think, I think the very most basic pitfall that we all can encounter when we're under stress is fear, <laughs> you know, fear that fear of failure, fear, uh, even, of exposure, of putting yourself out there. Even fear of success, I know, is very insidious and affects people. Um, kind of having a lack of confidence that you can actually do this. Um, another big one is is perfectionism. And there was, we did a podcast, I did a podcast with Jerry uh, about that a couple weeks ago. Um, that's a pitfall that can slow you down, block you, and uh, he even mentioned during the podcast that sometimes for an exhibit, there may be a painting or two that you kind of, you're not really sure it's your best work, but it fits with the with the show. Um, you feel good enough about it to show it. But if you insist that they're all absolutely perfect, that's an unrealistic um, setup for yourself. So, um, you know, it can it can make you feel very vulnerable. And so I think um, if you feel that these kind of pitfalls involving fear and whatnot are true for you and you, you're faced with a decision whether to accept an expectation, a deadline, a show, whatever it is, um, you know, be honest with yourself because maybe it's not the right time. Maybe you need to build more confidence in your work we do need these experiences in order to have a career and at some point you have to have to accept them but it's it's a personal thing are you ready for it can you handle it yeah i mean in some sense it's really good to kind of put your back up against the wall and take on as maybe more than you think you can handle um but at at the same time um you know we want these experiences to build your confidence and not to to right. put you down. Right. Uh, so we want to take on challenges that, that push us, but that we are capable of meeting. Yeah. And it, it involves self-awareness. Like, am I afraid of this deadline because I really can't meet it or because I'm just, 
I lack a little confidence. And if I do meet it, I'll gain confidence. Well, and, and if we really break down what we spend our most of our time on in a day, um, you know, most people are capable of producing a lot more than they think that they are. That is so true. We're all capable of a lot more than we think we are. If, yeah, so if just po- asked point blank. <laughs> if, you, if you take something on that seems scary, you know, chances are it's, it's the right amount of work to take on. Yeah. Um, but you don't want to take on multiple of those projects at once. Well, that's, you know? <laughs> like, that's back to the old calendar again. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Try not to overlap stuff. Yeah, you don't want to get overbooked, but you want to take on challenges that and deadlines that seem difficult at the time. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. So, so do you have any final thoughts to wrap up this episode? Yeah, I, I'd say dealing with this pressure may not be pleasant all the time, but it comes with the territory. If If you have ambition for your work, for your growth as an artist, for your art career, um, personal and professional. If you if you want things to grow and change and get better, you kind of have to take it on. And I think most of us do equate pre- uh, pressure and stress with negativity. Um, but it can also be very motivating and it can push us to new places that are that are good for us. All right. Well, that about wraps up this episode of The Messy Studio. You can find The Messy Studio on Facebook, as well as public profiles for both Rebecca Kroll and myself, Ross Tickner. Please make sure to check out squeegeepress.com, as well as www.rebeccacroll.com, and sign up for the email list to stay up to date on events, book signings, and openings. Please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, or Stitcher, and leave us a rating and a review. Remember to share the show with friends and family and anyone who you think will enjoy it. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week with more art and entertainment. In the meantime, embrace your creative space, messy or otherwise. Thanks, everybody.